Oh, live from New York, it's the show that is delivering you a caffeinated 30 minutes. It's first things first. Today, the Cowboys win. Dak is back, and Professor Broussard delivers another report card. Meanwhile, is Ben Simmons back? Oh, no, Look this at this. Is, that's not actually even in the show. Why one person here is ready for the Renaissance. And finally... <laughs> He loved it. It's the frosty return of Mahomes Mountain alongside Chris Bouchard. I'm Kevin Wilds. Any surprises on Mahomes Mountain? It's the slipperiest mountain of the year. Oh. I mean, we we have vacant spots galore. There's open spots on the mountain. So many people getting hurt. Maybe Mac Jones could sneak in there. No. Okay. (laughs) We start with the 4-2 Cowboys. Dallas goes into SoFi and leaves with a win in front of thousands of Cowboys fans. (laughs) Dak throws for 272. (laughs) CeeDee Lamb is basically perfect. Here's Dak postgame. You said it was a big win. Was this a must win, though? Yeah. Yeah, it was a must win. Why? I mean, it's early in the season. Yeah, early in the season, but 3-3. 4-2 or 3-3, that was a it's a huge difference. That's what I've been saying. <laughs> I, Obviously, I, must I clearly the double must the show. He loves the night. show. Oh, he loves the show. Yeah. All right, Brew, let's deliver what everyone's been waiting for. What's your grade on the Cowboys' performance? Well, Dak was absolutely right. Was, you know, philosophically a must win. Obviously not mathematically. Uh, and I weighed that. I mixed that into the stew uh, of coming up with this grade a like a good teacher's do. All right, number one, Dak was great. Dak was great, and like Nick obviously threw the ball well. He was efficient. But what I liked more was he ran mm-hmm. the ball. Totally he moved. Agree. He ran seven times for about 41 yards. That's more. Both of those are season highs. Yep. And when Dak was at his best, when I actually thought years ago he was going to become elite, yep. was when he would make plays with his legs. He wasn't Jalen Hurts or Lamar yep. Jackson, but it was a threat. And if he gets back to using his legs and being a threat with those, then I think that'll bode well yep. for the Cowboys. But, as I said, context is important. Of course. And they were facing the worst pass defense in the league. Mm-hmm. All right? They were – by a mile. All right? Yeah, the Chargers, worst pass defense in the league. They were facing a defense that gives up 25 points a game, and they racked up – 20. Uh-huh. All right. They didn't run the ball well outside of Dak's little scrambles. Um, so, oh, here we go. In bringing forth the grade. What is it? D. A D? No. Wait, oh, what, oh, is what is this? I knew it was going to be. Defense! Defense! Not on the screen, but that's good. <laughs> okay. Defense! All right, right. This so guy look, solid. the defense, <laughs> I'm going to give them props, okay? Everybody great. ripped their defense yep. after the, the Niners ripped their defense. Mm-hmm. Defense was great last night. They didn't get only had one sack, but they pressured them almost half of Herbert's dropbacks. And then when they needed it, Micah came through with the cool. sack. And then a play later, Gilmore, Stephon Gilmore gets the interception. And Nick, you know this: the three scores that the Chargers had, they all those drives began in Cowboys territory. So the offense, while Dak was good, the offense in general and obviously special teams did not help the defense out at all. Correct. They were bad. So defense, okay. that's the grade. Right, that's good job, done. defense. I was curious where you were going with it. So here's the deal: since we're giving out grades, oh, is the old group project. Where Dak does his part, 
Does uh, you know what? He delivered a, in my opinion, a plus work because it was a must win. And I understand what you're saying about the Chargers' overall pass defense. They also have the highest paid pair of edge rushers yeah. in the league in Mac and Bosa. Mac had you know six sacks a couple weeks ago. Bosa's mm-hmm. a great player. That's a desperate team coming off a bye. I thought Dak was brilliant. I thought the defense. Even though they didn't get their one sack until the final drive of the game, which, by the way, if that was a Chiefs game-winning sack, people would be like, oh, where's the roughing the passer there? Wait, that's been being called all year long. <laughs> but set that aside, I thought the defense deserved an A. So an A-plus work from one guy, A-work right. from another. A-plus. And then the guy whose a. job it was to send the work in to the teacher oh, we're back. was asleep at the switch. And oh. you know what happens there? You're lucky if you get a passing grade at all. Late work. I don't know about you, Brew at Oberlin, but a lot of schools, they're like, you know what? Not a, de- not a day late, dollar short, doesn't matter. You get an F. <laughs> and Mike McCarthy, an I'd F? love to be on here and puff my chest out and say, told so about the Cowboys, seeing the Cowboys' upcoming schedule, the Eagles' upcoming schedule, which we can show you. Uh, there's a very good argument to be made that by Thanksgiving, the Cowboys are going to be in first place. You look at these That's upcoming true. schedules that – when the cow the Cowboys could be in first place after week nine. They beat the Rams, they'll be playing the Eagles for first place, even if they don't beat the Eagles there. They then get Giants, Panthers, not so frisky commanders, while the Eagles have the Chiefs and the Bills and the Niners. Yep. So I'd love to be like, told you guys wrote off the mm-hmm. Cowboys too early. And I do think they were written off a little too early. But Mike McCarthy, it'd be one thing Wilds if it was run of the mill bungling the clock, which he did early in this drive. But this right here wasn't bungling the clock. This right here was him telling the referee and America (laughs) and Troy and Joe, uh, I don't trust my quarterback. That's what that was. You have eight seconds left. You have two timeouts. You're at the 15-yard line. You take a shot into the end zone. You know who wouldn't? The Browns this week with P.J. Walker. Mm -hmm. Or the Colts this week with Gardner Minshew. Or guys where it's like, you know what? Take the three points. If the Cowboys are going to get to where I believe they can, where Jerry believes they can, where their roster talent says they can, they need to have A-minus quarterbacking. And Mike McCarthy just told the entire world, I don't think we have it. And that is maddening to me. And so I believe they do have it, Wilds, but Mike McCarthy is going to be a, a stone or an anvil around their neck for the time being. And that is greatly concerning. It, That's it concerning. Yeah, we know. That's what we've been telling you. No, that's because not all you, you, you used to us say that. that. You say you it all the time. Exactly. And despite that, despite yeah. yourself, yes. you chose the Cowboys to go to the Super Bowl. Because I so don't be mad no, at your own team. I didn't think there were any great options. I thought the Eagles were a flawed team. I think we're seeing it. You guys know I don't believe in the Niners quarterback. Mm. And the, we'll see about the Lions maybe that maybe I underrated them. But you were telling me up until yesterday, what's the evidence the Cowboys are a good team? Why are the Cowboys making the playoffs. They got a good and win. So, right. And so that, win. That's a good win. And so I do think that, Brew, this was their best win of the year, all things considered. But I. Yeah. I but, mean, when you look at who but, they've beaten, no and, doubt it was but their I best But I really. Win. The McCarthy. The McCar- McCarthy being rewarded for this behavior concerns me that it's going to rear its head again. And then he was wasting time out in the second half. Nick, here's the thing. Yeah. All right, the Chargers are obviously a flawed team themselves. Yeah. When you can get away with it against them, and you barely did against them, mm-hmm. when it's the Niners, when it's the Eagles, maybe the Lions, Seattle maybe a oh, team like as Seattle well. Co- I mean, maybe, yeah. you know, maybe they're playing sure. well. That's when it'll hurt you. That's yeah. when the room for error Clock is this small. Never hurt McCarthy in the playoffs. Yeah, right. <laughs> God, God. 
dog. I am a little anxious about this. I'm not, this is where I'm honest. The Cowboys win, and I'm more nervous than I was after the Niners loss. On the other side of the ball, Justin Herbert. Chargers fall 2-3. and three. He throws two touchdowns and a game-sealing interception to Stephon Gilmore. Uh, Brew, you kind of like more QB wins more than the other guy. But <laughs> Herbert is now 27-27 in his career. Guy. He seems to be stuck in neutral along with the Chargers as a whole. Look at this graphic Josh cooked up. It's the last 54 games with Philip Rivers, Rivers and the first 54 wow. games with Justin Herbert. Wow. So it looked like they turned the page. They got better, more dynamic. Isn't that a great graphic from Josh? Great job by Josh. That is, Josh I, and me. Really, that's I good said, work. That's good, Josh. You should use it. <laughs> Excellent work. So overall, I mean, you can talk about the game, or you can talk about it from ten thousand feet. Are you disappointed in Herbert's performance? Yeah, I'm disappointed, not just in last night. And, and remember, we had Greg Jennings on, and he said the reason he picked the Chargers was because at the end of the day, I'm going to trust Herbert over Dak. Yeah. And Herbert obviously makes that, that interception late in the game. And played but, poorly before that. Yeah, yeah, he didn't play well. And the thing is this, he's got all the talent. All the physical tools, and he's got toughness. You know, he played through the rib injury last year. He's got the fractured fingers on his non-throwing hand, but that limits him in getting under center and stuff like that. So he's physically tough, physically gifted. Because of the record, And I'm starting to wonder, does he have the intangibles? Mm. And, and toughness isn't intangible, too, so he's got he's that. Very tough. But I'm talking about poise. I'm talking about decision making. I'm talking about making the plays at the right time, galvanizing your teammates. I'm starting to wonder because I look, I, you know, I'm down on Brandon Staley. Yeah. I think they need a new coach. Yep. All I'm right. And then a lot of his players get hurt. A lot of his receivers. Mm-hmm. So yep. there are other things, but I'm starting to wonder about that because the great ones overcome stuff sure. like that. And look at this graphic. Yeah. I talked about decision-making. These are the mo- most fourth-quarter interceptions since Herbert entered the league. Yeah. He's number one. And it's Matt Ryan has been old since 2020. Yeah. Now he's out of the league. The other guys just aren't very good, and Russell Wilson's had yeah. fallen off the last two years. And then look at it in, clo- in one-score games. It's, 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 it's way worse. a lot. Right. So, so I got questions. So, he, listen, I, as I've said before, I don't like when teams blame their best players for their worst problems. And I don't think Justin Herbert's the problem at all. My problem is this. I'm going to use a basketball analogy. A little Carl Anthony Towns to me. Oh. Came into the league. That's interesting. Really That's good. good. That's mm-hmm. a good one. And it was like, oh, he's going to be great. And years yeah. later, he's still really, really good. good. And so if we show you his first year versus his last three years. Brew and I were – look – uh, it's the same picture. And that's the... So yeah. you can't say he's not good. He's obviously good. Yeah. But when he... Brew, you and I were sitting on my couch together watching yep. his first game after and we Tyrod Taylor got stabbed. And we were like, this guy came in <laughs> off the bench against the defending champion Chiefs. He lost, but he played yep. well. We are like, oh, man, this guy's going to be a star. He's the same. It's, is he clearly one of the eight best quarterbacks in football? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But at this point, did I expect more? Yes. Don't you and, think that's the intangibles? Yeah, well, and that's here's, what here's the last thing, Wild. My, my biggest test for quarterbacks, I bet against them. They, they're, my, the team I bet on has the lead. They get the ball in that exact situation. Am right. I worried? Nope, I wasn't. 
I did not expect him down three with two and a half left to rally for the win or the or at least the tie. Mm-hmm. I wasn't surprised. Like Brock Purdy did line. Sunday. Exactly. Oh, That's, oh, they, the Niners won? Oh, we got to redo yesterday's Wasn't show. Brock's like, oh, Wasn't Brock's speaking fall. of Brock, Slippery Mountain. Coming up really? next Slippery. from Brock. Mahomes Valley. the worst game of his career. You want, him, you want to elevate him? You want to keep grading him on a curve? FS1 and the Fox Sports Channel on Sirius XM. Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So, to reduce costs and headaches, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. And you're improving efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF, netsuite.com slash FTF. Tomorrow, right here on FS1, ALCS shifts to Arlington for Game 3. Altuve and the Astros take on Corey Seager and the Rangers, who don't lose. Coverage begins at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific, right here on FS1. Well, with Week 6 in the books, it's time to check in on the iciest quarterback ranking in all sports television. This week, 34 QBs climb, fall, and slide. Some just drinking hot cocoa at base camp because they continue to throw silly interceptions, or almost worse, when they finally do get some time in the pocket because, heaven forbid, we decide to protect the guy, throws a perfect <laughs> ball to Devontae Park and Wild. can't come up with it. Wild, this is not what it's for. We don't have time. We have a 30-minute show just today. Saying that they We're not need here to, know to talk about Mac Jones. Jones. Time now. Mahomes Mountain time. For Mahomes Mountain, the Mac slipperiest Jones week Mountain. of the year. I got to tell you, Brew, we got a lot of open spots. Too many guys fell off the mountain. Here are guys off the mountain. Uh, Deshaun, Russ, and Ritter fell off for all different reasons, obviously. And then still off the mountain, we got some backups on there. We've got a lot of people down at base camp. Bottom row, seventh row. Welcome to the mountain for the first time all year, Bryce Young. He wasn't great, but good enough to make the mountain. Justin Fields, of course, slips because he played poorly and got hurt. His time on the mountain's probably coming to an end. Everyone else stays where they are. Sixth row, Baker played poorly this week, but he slipped during his bye week. So he's already slipped since the last time he played. Purdy and Gino, one of my favorites and one of Brew's favorites, both slipped for different reasons. Gino moved the ball at will and then was terrible in the red zone. Brock Purdy couldn't find the red zone with a map if you gave it to him on the side of Mahomes Mountain in this game. And he, of course, slips. Sam Howell, yeah. Wilds guy. Finally got a little bit of protection and played actually quite well. He moves up the mountain. We see have a vacant spot there. We also have a vacant spot on row five. Hmm. Here's the thing on Joe Burrow. 
When he's running, his cap looks fine. Yeah, uh, but yeah. when he's throwing, it doesn't. So we have to, at some point, penalize him. So Because I don't know what's going on with him. I assume after the bye, he'll be better. Justin Herbert had the worst game he's had in a couple years, arguably, yesterday. He gets penalized. And Kirk Cousins, after Wild's you know, passionate plea for the Patriots to trade for him, Kirk Cousins moves up a bit. Stafford stays where he is. All right. Fourth row. Ladies and gentlemen. CJ Bleeping Stroud. Yeah. If we want to have a feel-good MVP conversation for someone who can't win it, let's start it for him versus a guy on one of the most stacked teams in the league. Dak moves up as well, and then Jalen and Josh both with rough games. Josh won his, Jalen lost his, but they both deserve to drop a bit. The mountain is fair, America. Third row. Caleb Williams slips down to the third row. Caleb's first bad game since, and I looked this up, he played Our Lady of Good Counsel in November of 2019, his final year of high school. <laughs> That's his first uh, really bad game since then, so he flips. Lamar and Jared Goff both move up, both with excellent games. I know Lamar's game a lot of people didn't see because it was on early and in London. Amazingly, he was able to overcome the jet lag, unlike some people couldn't. Jared Goff <laughs> continues to be excellent. Second row, guys. Tua and Trevor. Oh, Tua. Spectacular once again, but once again, not the most spectacular Dolphin. That was, of course, Tyreek, but Tua played almost a perfect game. And Trevor, just another workmanlike 30-point performance. You know what they say about the Jaguars and the Prince. If they're not playing the Chiefs, they're probably not losing. And then, of course, atop the mountain, Patrick Mahomes, who some people say is the worst group of wide receivers in the NFL. All he does is throw for 300 yards, 75%. And PFF says he's the best running quarterback in the NFL. Hmm. That, my friends... Is Mahomes Mountain, Chris Broussard, admit it. This is the best edition yet. No, I will not admit that. And look, Nick, I hate to do this because I love the kid too. But if you're going to keep Caleb Williams on there, we have to take off the kid gloves, okay? Let Look, Caleb Williams, his last two games has averaged 209 yards, less than 60% passing, two touchdowns, three picks against 95% of the players who will not be playing on Sunday. So how in the world is he so high on the mountain? And let me bring this up. His last game was worse against Notre Dame when he threw three picks was worse than what Brock Purdy did last Sunday against the best defense in, oh, I don't know, Wilds, 50 years since the Purple People Eaters. Caleb Williams this year, they would not lose again. I, look, all I know is Brock one Purdy. is playing at a higher level, literally. Okay. Um, but Brock Purdy, bringing him up, Nick, come on. Who do you want to move down for? <laughs> he, oh, nobody. That's all you have to slander. do is put him in the vacant spot. No, he's That's what's insulting to me. How in the world can he not be in the vacant spot in the world? one level above where he's at right now? That's all uh, I'm asking. So here's what I'm asking. Does, given his performance this past week, does he deserve to slip? Would no. any other quarterback? Because everybody quarterback that everybody that's played quarterback has had a bad and they game. slipped down the and mountain. And he was going against They've the, all worst, slipped because the of it. best defense in the league. That's right. They've all slipped because of it. And, and to your right. point, he didn't have two of his best weapons. So you hold that against Every quarterback who plays a very good team and plays poorly, they slip a bit. Wasn't you know Baker, wasn't Baker no. on this li- on this level? Baker last got week? penalized for not playing. 
Baker missed. Well, Baker didn't play and Baker. dropped, so he'd already dropped. Baker dropped. That shows you take play. context, and there's no, I way, no gave way Purdy should have. Yeah. The Baker info before the show. Now he's trying to use it against me disingenuously <laughs> to support Brock Purdy, who he is arguing, and his 57 yards, 12 for 27. The ball slipped out of his tiny hand. It was, and he put him sudden, in position to win. Okay. Even so now, in a bad, now a bad you guys, day. You guys aren't even quarterback wins guy. You guys are quarterback in the me. position to wins guys it's just really a sad bit. a little bit go ahead uh my take is pretty basic jared goff is better than trevor lawrence just plain no you don't need to hit the music every time i especially if it's negative about <laughs> we put the head-to-head statistics Goff versus Trevor. Let's see. I don't know the word for it. It's something like, I can't, it's on the tip of my tongue. What am I looking for? Uh, better in every category. Uh, that's what it is. Better, more yards, wow. more touchdowns, fewer turnovers. He's better at everything. It's pretty and then, too. here it comes. And this is a compliment. This is a compliment to the namesake of the mountain. If you're going to judge Jared Goff, judge him against the best. Mm. Facing Mahomes. Wait, one of these wow. was six years ago oh, for golf. Oh, my gosh. Six years ago. So, that, I mean, that's what's Who boasting, bolstering his numbers. Were, six years ago, my goodness, you were on this first show. things first. Yeah, yeah, okay, it's not that long. <laughs> the same thing. It's a continuous ride. And Patrick Mahomes is Wild. playing. All right, so, hold on. Well question. done. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hold on. Dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? But wait, show the mountain just real quick. I yeah. know we have to go. Uh, are you arguing that golf and Trevor should flip spots? Yes. I so you, so you, you guys both think they should flip spots. Right yes. now, yeah. So you both think Trevor's a top five quarterback in the NFL. I'll take it. Let's go. That's fine. You guys are both just arguing he's top five quarterback he in the NFL. I got tricked. He should be that. tumbling down. No, no, you guys, you're on the record. Trevor, top five quarterback in the NFL. Good. I'll get 20 bucks. <laughs> Coming up next, Ben Simmons. No, we're back. not doing that next. The Ben Simmons. The Ben What's up, everyone? It's Nick Wright, and I got something exciting to talk to you about today. Angie, your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer with over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros. Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. Oh, right back to a wonderful episode of Weird and Wonderful. Weird Rocket Spurs. Cam Whitmore with a great dunk. And this is called a charge. Yeah. Referee, stop with the charge. Exactly. If it's that good looking, just Also, let it go. just change the rule. Well, As guys who don't try to defend and just try to take a charge, get out of Cam here. Cam Whitmore's got talent. Not we, saying. We'll see if he can get it. But I'm saying. It, but. Rockets, undefeated in the preseason. Too bad they're in the West. 
Wild, you Wonderful picking good teams. Game one NLCS in Philly. Bryce Harper on his birthday. Gone. Hit Bryce a home run nice. for his birthday. When it was your birthday, we just got you a very small cake. <laughs> <laughs> Schwarbo and Harbor back to back to start the game. It was great. I was trying to make fun of your cake. No, I know. I don't it, care about that. It was a small cake. People though. are here for sports. But it was a small. It was delicious though. It was a little. I don't think Philly wins five three. Undefeated at home. Good. Game two tonight. Uh, weird. Astros hosting the Rangers. Garcia gets hit in the foot and then does some gymnastics. Rangers win. It's their seventh straight playoff win. Undefeated. And now they get to go back home, bro. You know what we're yeah, looking they at? Yeah, look awesome. Rangers-Phillies World Series coming up. And final wonderful, Sixers-Nets. A lot of people gave up on this guy. Not me. And even if I did, if you pull a clip, well, guess what? I'm back. <laughs> ben Simmons, great pass, great steal, dunks. I hope, show me this, show me the fade away. Oh, no, that's not it. Fade away, turn, turn around, around jump away. shot from yeah. the foul line. Yeah. Okay. That, enough, man. All right. Two things. You're not back at all. I, I'm not. I'm not back on Ben Simmons. Are I'm also open? not back on well, Wilds making our producers put him on camera for Weird and Wonderful instead of just the highlights. So I thought that was a weird ego play there that we're doing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, got a whole logo and everything. Bro, you're not back in. Wild back is going to seamlessly go from Mac Jones support you. to Ben Simmons I'm support. open. You're oh, not even open? He has shown some swag, I which I love. My, I mean, last year he wouldn't even—he was afraid to go in the court. Now he's playing uh, with confidence and swagger. I, on, what I am saying is your opinion of what Ben Simmons can or can't be should not be changed by the preseason. Well, certainly if he played terrible, you'd be like, see? I'm looking at the demeanor. Yeah. I hear you, but the demeanor. Because exactly. he's got the talent. The Bruce Nets.